y'all. My name is Jaranda. And whenever I'm having a hard day, I just turn on my podcast and listen to Real Talk Monday with James and Hannah. Hey, y'all. My name is Danielle. And whenever I'm having a hard day, I just turn on my podcast and listen to Real Talk Monday with James and Hannah. Hello, hello. This is your purpose pusher, Andrea Lynette Perry. I am coming to you from the great state of Mississippi, and I have tuned in to Real Talk Monday with James and Hannah. And when I tell you, it has literally gifted me with tools, with gems. Um, I love their candidness in their interviews. I love... You know, if I'm having a hard day, there's always something that will pick me up, that will give me joy. Um, I love their genuine love for God. If you are looking for stimulating conversation, you're looking for a podcast that has amazing content and amazing topics, Real Talk Monday with James and Hannah is your destination place. Tune in on Mondays. I love it. You'll love it. What is up, what is up, what is up, y'all? It's another day, another time, and another week for Will Talk Monday. My name is James, and I got my beautiful co-host, my sister, Miss Hannah, up in the building with me this evening. What is up, sis? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Y'all, we are ready to kill it. We got a good show for y'all tonight. And uh, y'all know how we already started off. And uh, we're going to start it off with a little bit of music. And then uh, we're going to go in for me. So as the music is playing, I want y'all to like and share. All right. And then we're going to go into prayer. And uh, we'll go from there. All right, y'all. So let's go, let's go, let's go. I pray that y'all enjoy this week's episode. We have a great episode coming for y'all this week. So get ready. Cause uh and definitely tune into the podcast because we got a little something special for y'all. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer at this time for y'all. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we come to you once again, Heavenly Father, thanking you for another day and another day's blessing, Heavenly Father. Right now, Heavenly Father, we ask that you bless this soul. Let it be what you would have it to be. Get myself and Hannah out of the way so that your name gets the glory, your name gets the honor, and your name gets the praise. Heavenly Father, let something we say or do be pleasing in our sight, Heavenly Father. These men bless us in your son, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
And uh, we're going to go into the to the um, roots bags for the day. So let's go, let's go, let's go. We got a good roots bags for y'all, as well as a couple of other things. This week's topics is going to be uh, great. So, uh, All right. So the roots fact is from on this day in 1959, um, days before his scheduled trial, it is about Mac Charles Parkle. He was a 23-year-old black truck driver who was lynched after midnight by a hooded mob of white men in Poplarville, Mississippi. Parker had been accused of raping a pregnant white woman and was being held in a local jail. A deputy reportedly unlocked the jail, enabling a white mob to enter the Parker's cell. Mm, into Parker's cell. The mob, excuse me, I'm sorry. The mob dragged Parker headfirst down the stairs, leaving a bloody trail in the facility. <clears throat> then they beat him, took him to a bridge, shot and killed him then weighed his body down with chains and dumped him in the river. FBI agents identified the jailer as Jewel Alford as giving the mob the keys. Another alleged participant was J.P. Walker, who was an elected sheriff of Pearl River County four years later. Other suspects included Crip Ryer, L.C. Davis, preacher, James Florin Lee, his son James Florin, Jeff Lee, Herman Schultz and Arthur Smith, who supplied the names of Walker Preacher Lee L.C. Davis and the names of others who were in the two cars. Smith told agents that Lee, Ryder Davis, and Walker were in the lead car that carried Parker from the jail. Parker is among the 40 martyrs listed on the Civil Rights Memorial and also listed as the Equal Justice Initiative in Montgomery, Alabama, on this day in 1959. That is your root facts for today. I did not. I had heard about that, but I really didn't know all that information on it until you just read it. And that's why we do these root facts, because a lot of times it gives us information that we didn't know as well. So today, today, so we got a good one for y'all today. We're going to talk about bullying. So what is bullying? Hannah, what is bullying? We can't hear you. I'm sorry. Bullying is unwanted aggressive behavior among school-aged children that involves a real or perceived power imbalance. The behavior is repeated or has the potential to be repeated over time. Both kids who are bullied and who bully others may have serious lasting problems. In order to be considered bullying, the behavior must be aggressive and include an imbalance of power. Kids who bully use their power such as physical strength, access to embarrassing information or popularity to control or harm others, Power imbalances can change over time and in different situations, even if they involve the same people. Repetition, that's a key factor in bullying. Behaviors happen more than once or have the potential to happen 
more than once. So it'd be something that your child or a child will experience continually. Um, it includes act, you know, actions such as making threats, spreading rumors, attacking someone physically or verbally, and excluding someone from a group on purpose. And the definition of bullying is to seek to harm or to intimidate or conquer someone perceived as vulnerable. Now, why does someone bully? One reason is they wanted to dominate others to improve their social standings. They want others to feel like they got it all together. They want others to feel like they're on top of the world. They want others to look up to them. That's why a lot of times somebody bullies. They're feeling angry or frustrated. They're angry that they're not getting what they want. So instead of voicing what it is that they're wanting, they decide to sow it in other ways. Hannah, why some other reasons? Like we kept saying that some people, they do it because they want people to feel like they are better than the person they're bullying. So that's a reason. Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, we've dealt with this a lot, like, especially as kids. I feel like as kids nowadays, they deal with it a lot more than what we used to deal with it back in the day. With you being a mom, I'm sure you've dealt, had to deal with it with uh, my little niecey poo being bullied or something like that. Um, We've like, I mean, we've dealt with it. But we've kind of um, moved her to different areas. We've relocated, so things are different now. That's what I'll say. I put it in that aspect. I feel that. I feel that. And sometimes that's what's needed. Sometimes you just need to change the scenery to make things better, to make the situation even better than what it was. Uh, that's not a solution um, because everyone's not able to do that. So I don't want to think like it's that solution, but when she did experience it, she was very young and I just was like, you know, it's too young and um, that's just too much. Like we were already dealing with COVID and virtual school. So I was just like, that's just too much for her at that age. And I was fortunate enough to be able to relocate her and educate her more and build her up more so that we can tackle those things when she encounters them now. We weren't right. ready. Like you're not ready yet. She was what? First grade. So what's that like? Oh, About six, five seven. or six. Yeah. She's got late birthday. So I said she was like six or seven. She was, yeah. So that wasn't it. No. We no. weren't there yet. I thought that was a little too young to have to deal with that. I wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. And we had options. So we were able to relocate her. But that's not always the best way. So what I did dealing with it and what I do now, because I'm not going to say the change change the environment. And thank you, ma'am. What it is, is um, I do an affirmation of my daughter every day before she gets out of the car or before she gets mm -hmm. on the bus. And I tell her, I speak, you, you speak life over your children or your mother, because I speak life over my mother because she's battled cancer and a lot of things. So before I drop her off, my daughter, I say, you know, you are brave, you are beautiful, you are bold, you are love. No question is a bad question. You are intelligent. You are smart. 
you can handle anything. And I say that to her before she leaves my presence every day, before she goes into the school or gets on the bus. So I started doing an affirmation over her, which is very good. And it's a prayer at the same time to me because I'm letting her know like, hey, and she really takes that to heart. I feel like, and that's what you got to do. You got to speak life because if you don't speak life, then the world will eat you up. The world is ready to eat us up in general. But so you got to like speak life in order to make sure that things are getting better. So like uh, Miss Andrea Horton said, you are a great mother and I can speak that because not only are you my sister, but I've seen you do it. So I've watched you firsthand be a great mom. I've watched you firsthand put things on hold to make sure that my little niecey poo got everything that she needs. And I appreciate you for that, sissy. And then when you attacking this, like I would say, even today before, you know, when we were looking at researching the show, because we do research, like when I encounter certain things with my kid or in life, I'm going to get on Google. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to read a couple of things, a little couple articles so I can understand it, not make it say that it's okay, but so that I can understand and try to deal with things the correct way. Facts. Because we didn't deal with that when we were going to school. Like when, and because me and you the same age, it would be honest. So when we were going to school, you know, we would, well, we we call it like janking or joan on people, but nobody was really like torturing anybody like all day and if somebody was somebody said something like there was someone that did that it was someone that said something that wasn't like something that was condoned and like okay no it when wasn't. i was growing up but i'm an it 80s baby and then <laughs> on top of that i mean you got remember you grew up in the 50s so i mean uh... i grew up in the 80s <laughs> we are the same age so <laughs> but it's sad that it's at that point yeah. now it's yeah, such a I young agree. age. I agree. Like, you got to remember, like, and I really feel like social media has made it even worse. Social media has made it even worse. Like, because now once you leave school, somebody can post something about you online. And like, before you get home, everybody and their mama already know what's been going on. You tell one person a secret, then it's like, Everybody knows about it. It's like I've watched people that I know come out to people that they was like and tell people that they was close to a secret and that they trusted a secret before school was over. The whole school knew about it. And then if we went to the teacher to tell them about the situation, a lot of the times the teacher wasn't really making it any better. Because then now you got some of these young age teachers that's really not making the situation better. Back in the day, they would paddle you. Now? I didn't grow up in that time. Mm. No paddling when I was, but I grew up in, you know, Georgia, you went Kentucky. So, nah, they weren't paddling nobody when I was. (laughs) No, like, (laughs) it's like they, for me, I didn't get to paddle, but I grew up Did with... you see somebody get paddled in school? That's what we want to know. Mm, I plead the fifth. But, oh, okay, um... that's fine. But take yourself. 
because we are. But alive. in my defense, <laughs> in my defense, the one that got it, it was his mama, and the mama was a teacher. So it's like that's even ten times worse. It's even ten times worse. And where I grew up, everybody knew everybody. So it's like before I even got home, if I was to act up in school, or if I was to even think about bullying somebody in school, before I even got home, a phone call being made to my mama or my daddy telling them what I've done. I'm like, are you serious? Like, just because you know them don't mean you got to tell them everything. Like, and it's like uh, Miss Andrea said, the school system is broken. It really is. We, I mean, when I was doing research for today's show, like y'all, y'all would be surprised how many times kids are committing suicide because of being bullied. And they go to their teacher and tell their teacher that they're being bullied and the teacher is doing nothing about it. That is common, um, but there's a lot. I, I would say the school systems like are, they're overworked and understaffed. They mm -hmm. are trying to pass standardized testing to keep funding. And I just think they lack the resources. The numbers are too high in the classrooms. Right. It can be like a slip through the crack. I don't justify it, but um, that is definitely a major thing. I mean, because what is it, like 30, 30-something 30 kids in a classroom with no help? So I don't know if <clears throat> um, they're sharing counselors with multiple schools, so that's not an option all the time. It's a lot that plays into that. It's a domino effect of, yes, the school system is failing, like she said, but it's a lot of people. It's not just the teacher. Resources are split to thin. So another thing that we got to realize is we've talked about bullying. And then uh, we got to realize that it's not just something that we go through around here. There's even celebrities that have talked about they went through being bullied. Like Justin Timberlake opened up in 2015 about his childhood bullying at, at the hands of his fellow classmates. Growing up in school, no one ever called me for anything close to an, close to an inventor, Timberlake said. At the iHeart Radio Awards, they called me different. An innovator, they called me different. They called me weird. They called me a couple of other words I can't say on TV. Thankfully, my mother taught me being different was a great was a good thing. And that being different meant you could actually make a difference. So I mean, even he went through it. Then there's other celebrities, Hannah. Let's talk about some of the other ones. Um, Rihanna said that she was bullied in Barbados because of the color of her skin. You know, Rihanna is light skin and everybody else was dark skin. And then after that, it escalated to when they went through the change, people were bullying her for um, the size of her breasts. You know, she was a small figure and didn't have what everyone else had. So she was tormented for being light skin, which is kind of 
uh, because that's there in Barbados. But here in America, it's kind of like different. Dark-skinned people get more bullying than, so that was an eye-opening fact. And she's gorgeous and she very, very successful. Very. Definitely gorgeous. Then you even have comedian Chris Rock. Um, he was on the black, one of the only black students at his high school in a working class Brooklyn and was, was constantly beat up and bullied by white students. Rock said that, Rock said the experience motivated him to succeed and called his bullying the defining moment of my life in 2007, a 2007 episode of Inside Actors Studio. It made me who I am, Rock said, growing up as far as to thank the people who kicked my spit in my face and kicked me down the stairs. And Lady Gaga also went through it. Um, she said she was bullied in school for being different, being teased for being ugly, having a big nose, um, being annoying. She told Rolling Stone, your laugh is funny, you're weird. Why do you always sing? Why are you into theater? Why do you wear your makeup like that? She used to be called a slut, you know, be called all kind of things. Um, she didn't even want to go to school sometimes. And to be honest, there's still some people today that go through that as well, where they don't want to go to school because of the bullying. And then, now we talked about the bullying and we talked about how people are bullying. But we need to understand that how can we resolve it? How can we resolve it? We need to help people understand bullying. Talk about bullying in your home, in your school. Talk about it in your church. Talk about it with your youth group. Let them know what bullying is and help them to understand like, hey, this needs to be resolved. This is how you can resolve it. If you see somebody being picked on, give them a helping hand. Don't be afraid to help somebody out that's different. Another way that we can resolve it is by... Another way that we can resolve it is, is to keep the lines of communication open. Let people know that this is a safe place. You can come talk to me if you're being bullied, if you're being hurt, if somebody is doing something that you don't like, come talk to me. That you can have a conversation with me and I will help you through this situation. I will help you try to find a solution to your situation that you are going through. Another one is to encourage kids to do what they love. Encourage them to do what they're good at. If they play the violin, encourage them to play the violin. If they're great actor or actresses, encourage them to do that. If they're great at science, encourage them to join the science club. Encourage them to do what they're good at so that they can find other people that are just like them, so that they can see that there are other people that are going through the same things that they are going through. And last but not least, model how to treat others with kindness and respect. So I said that to say this. We can't tell our kids not to bully if we're doing it our own selves. 
And like, we got to understand that kids model what they see. So if they see us being mean to each other, guess what? They're going to do that too. That's true. I know we have a little challenge we're doing currently. It's called Acts of Kindness. So um, it's like 25 things. Um, they send it home from school and my daughter's doing it. She's really taking it serious, like smile at 25 people, write a letter and put in someone's book bag. We were somewhere yesterday and um, the person was struggling. We were in the car while she was back in the whole lane up and she was like, get out the car, and help him do an act of kindness. So I got out of the car. I was like, hey, do you want help? <laughs> and he did. He was the older guy. <laughs> Everybody was like, just leaving him. I was like, no, we're going to go see what's going on. And he did. He just wanted a little bit of help. So definitely remember those acts of kindness. Um, I went in Kohl's and I was tired. I didn't have the air on. I had to do a little shopping and I was out the door. You know, I used all my coupons and then I got stuck at the, the alarm. I was like, okay. And when I went back to the cashier, it wasn't like, anger, frustration. It was like, okay, just let me know. You know, I'm waiting. It's okay. She's flustered because she's used to people being so rude and so mad when that happens. I'm like, girl, it's fine. We're good. Um, when you need help, like take your time. Don't rush. It's no big deal. Right. And um, literally I started taking other bags, like see if it's that bag, Angelica, check that bag. You know, we got to remember to treat people the way we want to be treated. We have to set the example for our children. And if your child does not want to talk to you, find someone that they can talk to, a trusted person. It can be a grandma, it could be an auntie, it could be a godmother, a godfather. It could be someone in your church, but they have to have someone they can talk to because sometimes your children want to talk to you. It doesn't mean you're a bad parent. You just might not be there and that's okay. Find the village. Find someone in the village to have that open line of communication so you can know. Make sure you take the time uh, when I picked my daughter up, <clears throat> I used to commute really long, and I would make sure when I picked her up, there is no phone. My phone is on Do Not Disturb. Like, tell me about your day. What happened? Oh, they did that? Like, give your child that time so you can know what's going on. Facts. You got to give them that time so that they feel like they are important. Mm -hmm. And there's this awesome story about this young man. Um, his name is Tyler Gordon, and he was born in San Jose. His life is a hornet's nest. He and his son were born prematurely at seven months to Nicole Kendall. The doctors told me that the twins aren't going to make it, she said. With, while his twin brother was safe, Gordon was born deaf and remained deaf until the age of five. He underwent a surgery post which he was able to hear through one ear. Unfortunately, because of the operation, he began to stammer. As he stumbled over his words, he was subjected to severe bullying at school. He was also diagnosed with a vitamin D deficiency that resulted in an emergency landing him in the operation room yet again. This time, his hips were knifed and he was confined to a wheelchair for over a month. When the doctor told Tyler he cannot play basketball or football anymore, the earth underneath him sank. He took his passion and instead of with the bullying, what he did, which is different, he started painting. This young man paints these portraits of celebrities, things of that. Um, 
he took his pain and he turned it into something. He put it in a canvas. That was that's what he said. And so he won the Global Child Prodigy Award. He's the world's first and only award ceremony solely dedicated to recognizing unique and talented children. He also is created a foundation called the Tongue Time Tongue Tied Foundation that helps kids to fight and face bullying. It is amazing. Despite everything he went through that he's done that. And um, if you Google him, you can see his YouTube channel. You can get on his Instagram, check out his artwork. He's done many people. Uh, I think he's done Camilla Harris. He's done a lot of people. He's awesome. So what, what he did- He found his outlet. Yep, yeah, that's exactly what I was about mm -hmm. to say. He took his pain and he brought purpose to his pain. Mm -hmm. And what we, and that's what we got to do is we got to remember that every day ain't going to be perfect, but that don't mean that it don't have a purpose. We got to find our purpose in life to kind of help us deal with those times where things aren't going the way that we want them to go, where our life is turned upside down. What is our outlet? So we got to, and one way that we can resolve bullying is by having these hard conversations like this, you know, and I want to thank my co-host, Miss Hannah, because she told me something last week that really hit home with me. We are kind of, I wouldn't say lost our way, but I had kind of took the show in a different direction than what God had told me this show was supposed to be about. This show was meant to hit on the hard-hitting discussions that Willie and I discussed Willie. So I had to check myself and stop doing what I wanted to do and bring it back to the focus of helping our community and bringing the hard-hitting discussions. And that's how we're going to get better in society is by having these hard discussions, by talking about this stuff, that's how we get better. That's how we improve is by having these discussions right here. And one thing I can say is Hannah and I are not scared to have these discussions. We do our homework on it. So if y'all have anything y'all want us to discuss, y'all can email us at realtalkmonday1 at gmail.com or y'all can message us on Facebook and we'll figure out if we don't know the answers, we'll get you with some, we'll get some people on here that do know the answers. That's one thing we will do. So I want to thank y'all for supporting us on tonight. Definitely tune into the podcast because uh, there's going to be a surprise on the podcast episode. Y'all definitely want us to tune into that. A little something different that uh, you haven't really heard. We got some other things that are in the works right now. So y'all pray for us as we try to get everything finalized with those things. And um, we, we're just glad that God is moving us in the white direction. We just ask that y'all pray for us that we stay on the course that he would have us to go on. And uh, not let the devil distract us. So as I always say, as I close out, sometimes our disappointments are nothing more than God's appointments. Meaning, some things that we look at is bad. God is only turning it around for our good. Stay blessed, be blessed, and be a blessing too.
someone else hand up what you got for them. So in conclusion from the episode, your child has the right to a safe, nurturing school environment that respects their dignity. The Convention of the Rights of a Child states that all children have the right to an education and protection from all forms of physical or mental violence, injury or abuse. Bullying is no exception. Dealing with bullying can hurt a child's confidence. Remember that. To help rebuild it, encourage your kids to spend time with friends who have a positive influence. Participation in clubs, sports, or other enjoyable activities to build their strength and their friendships because there is power in numbers. Provide a listening ear about tough situations, but encourage your kids to also tell you about the good parts of their day and listen attentively. Put the phone in the fishbowl, turn it off on Do Not Disturb. Make sure they know you believe in them and that you'll do what you can to address any bullying. Facts. And that's how we resolve it, is by giving us the power again and by having these hard discussions and putting the power back in our hand. So, you guys, stay blessed, be blessed, and be a blessing to someone else. And we will see y'all next Monday. God bless y'all. Bye. Thank you for supporting Rev JHG3 Ministry, whether it be PRL, Real Talk Monday, Godly View, or one of our many podcasts. Your support is greatly appreciated. If you would like to be a blessing to us, you can cash up dollar sign Rev JHG3 Ministry. If you would like to inquire about booking, you can email us at revjhg3ministry at gmail.com. We thank you and have a blessed day.